Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Steelers Nation Radio. It is high noon on a Monday afternoon. That can only mean one thing here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. It's time to go inside the electric factory. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes. It is the Steelers Blitz here on a Monday. You guys know the drill. You want to get involved with us here on today's edition of the Blitz. Best way to do so is on the Twitter.com. At Wesley Euler, at Dabody52. Dabody. In about a half an hour from now, we will talk to our buddy Chris Carter. Carter Critiques will join us here on the show. We'll talk a little minicamp. We'll play some audio from Dan Minicamp over the weekend. Arthur Motes, the one half of this show with a decade of NFL experience. What's good, cuz? Well, you know, I'm not the most happy today since we did get to witness some Game 7 action yesterday. Uh, you just had to go there to start the show, didn't you? Well, you I mean, well, why would you ask me how was I doing there? I mean, that's you know what that kind of reminds me right there. To me. Tell me, tell you, you know what that reminds me of? That's like when you got that friend. They're like, "Hey, man, if you need anything, call me." And then you actually call them when you need something. They're like, "Hey, bro, see what had happened was like, man, you know I would, but all the excuses." That's what it just seemed like right there, man. So don't ask me. How am I doing? If you're not ready for the truth, it's, you want the truth, you can't handle the truth. So if that's the case, I feel great. Everything is awesome. I just woke up this morning with a smile on my face. As soon as my toes hit the ground, I chose winning, and I turned on and watched Patrick Beverly talk smack about NBA players, and it just really made my morning. Is that better? Is that, does that get the juices flowing in a better it's direction like for you, It's like when someone asks you how you're doing, right? The only acceptable answer is good. I'm good. No. How about you? Uh-uh, uh-uh. I, I'm a truther. Nobody wants that honesty, really. I am a they truther. Just wanna, they just want the facade uh-uh. of honesty. Nope. I like to get it off my chest. It's better for you that way, man. That's what I learned out in Cali. Yeah, Namaste. it's... Namaste. Namaste. Namaste right here because, yeah, there's <laughs> not going to be a lot... Not gonna be you like oh, you like that one right there. Huh? No, I'm gonna stay right here because there ain't gonna be a <laughs> oh lot of moving gosh. and shaking across the Pittsburgh sports landscape for the next oh, few wow. months. You like that transition? You, there? you are pretty funny for that one, bro. Yeah, that's really <laughs> that's the biggest thing, right honestly. Here. Like I'm not. I didn't think that this Penguins team was gonna get anywhere close to winning a Stanley Cup, right? But I just wanted something to care about again for like At the least, next two weeks. I'm about to say we could have got another week up out of them, man. Another week or two. That's all we needed. Was it's just now Arthur Motes. the second round, man. It is a desolate landscape of Steelers practice and oh, nothing man. else that we care too much about. It's hard out here, baby. It's hard. There, you know, there ain't even no World Cup this summer, cousin. Nah, it's hard, bro. Because they're having it in like November. They're having it over Christmas yeah. this this year instead. Oh man. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna be talking a lot of mini camp. A lot of OTAs, a lot of training camp, because, you know, I mean, 
knock 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 the table if you you know if you I mean don't Pirates really did talk win, baseball. Though. They, they did they win. did you know and they closer David Bednar yeah. fellow Mars High School grad they, they, he's pretty, they found a way. pretty good the true definition of finding a way pretty pretty good <laughs> true definition find a way I don't care how you win just win they they did that executed to perfection uh, it is desolate summer landscape sports landscape time but thankfully we've got plenty to discuss here as it relates to rookie minicamp. Over the weekend, uh, next week we'll be broadcasting from down at minicamp at OTAs down there on the south side of Mr. Rooney's backyard. So, of course, here on SNR, we've always got plenty to discuss. Motsi, rookie minicamp going on starting this past weekend. Friday the 13th was the first day. We'll play you some audio from some of those rookies. Is it scary uh, audio? St- Say Friday the thirteenth, audio man. Is that, I got, good, is that a good? Uh, is that a good scary sounder there for that, you? That, that was scary enough. Do, 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 In like do, a do, Twilight do. Zone type of way. Do, 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 do. Um, rookie minicamp starting on Friday the thirteenth. Steelers draft picks twenty eight. Other invitees down on the south side. Um. It's the first chance for a lot of these guys, you know, the, the draft picks to to get into the facility, you know, for Kenny Pickett, the other side of the facility, um, to get to get work done out there on the field under the coaching staff, for Kenny Pickett, the other side of the field, right? Um, and then for a lot of these guys, the undrafted guys, it's kind of their shot to, to prove that they belong or that they might have some of that potential that we discuss with some of these young guys. Um, let me ask you this, Motsi. As it relates to rookie minicamp, as it relates to this Steelers rookie class, I was thinking about this driving in today. I'd like to get your opinion of the Steelers rookies. Would it? Am I being outlandish if I say the guy that I really want impact from quickly and often throughout the season is DeMarvin Leal? As I'm thinking about this driving down, right, and I think we would all be surprised if Kenny didn't play at some point this season mm-hmm. but it, it it could be week one it could be week 11 it could be somewhere in between it could be somewhere afterwards I think we all have high hopes for 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 George Pickens and what he could become what he could bring right away and certainly what he could develop into Austin as well too but for me when I look at it yeah there's certainty there's uncertainty at the wide receiver position too absolutely there's uncertainty at the quarterback position but I just feel like there are more question marks on the defensive line now than either of those two positions. If we go best-case scenario, right, Cam Hayward continues to dominate and stays healthy like he has. You get Alu-Alu back. You get to it back. They stay healthy. They return to form that we've seen in the past. But that's a lot of ifs that I just laid out there. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say that the more I think about this rookie class, while Pickett certainly is going to have to contribute, while – Pickens and in, in, in Austin certainly are going to have to contribute. Is it fair that if I'm picking one guy that we're going to get instant and constant impact from, for me, I think it's – I would like it to be DeMarvin Leal. Is that fair? I mean, yeah, it's fair. I mean, and we could all want that. I just think that it's a catch-22. By wanting that, by wanting him to be the guy that developed the fastest, to be the most productive out the gate, that does mean that we have not – had to it return in any capacity because that means that DeMarvin is taking all of those first team reps. He's getting all of the necessary attention that he needs during OTA's mini camp, start a training camp to get up to speed. So for me, as much as I'm excited about DeMarvin, as much as I want DeMarvin to be that type of player, I personally don't want to see that right out the gate because that will signal to me 
that to it was no longer available, whether it was the physical element, mental element, whatever. Um, and I'm just not ready for that just yet because to <laughs> me, I think that Tuit still has some productive years left in his system, man. I think he has some prime years left in his system, but we have to wait and see when we're going to get or if we're even going to get that opportunity. But that's the biggest reason why for me, I don't want to go down that road with DeMarvin because in order for him, <clears throat> excuse me, in order for him to get up to speed, Number one, we know he's going to have to go through a body transformation of some capacity. I know uh, we'll hear in the audio um, in a little bit where Coach Tomlin was asked about DeMarvin saying that he was going to be putting on weight. And he was saying basically that it's a little premature. And I do agree because a lot of it's speculation. Um, anytime we hear about a guy being smaller, first thing we say is got to get him bigger, get him bigger, get him right. bigger. But at the same time, at the NFL level, speed is the name of the game. And just speaking from my experience, most out, uh, most outside linebackers in the NFL on average weigh anywhere between 255 to 270 pounds. That's about the general area. 260, 265 is that sweet spot. I played it at 242, sometimes 238 pounds. That's just the reality of it. But if you're fundamentally sound, you understand what the the assignments are, Mm -hmm. the strengths and weaknesses to playing as a lighter player, you can still make a great career out of it. It doesn't have to be you have to weigh X amount, you have to be X amount in terms of height because that falls into more of the analytical category. And, you know, I'm not a big analytical, you have to be this cookie-cutter size to play at this position. Must be this tall to ride the ride. Right, I think that's one of those things that, man, when you allow just a guy's talent to take over, if he is fundamentally sound and if he is ready to do that, I think that you can get away with it. So with DeMarvin, I'm just interested to see, you know, what that development looks like. But as a whole, I do feel... The earlier we see him in season, I do think that that is a sign that we did not get the two that we wanted to return, whether mm. that was him showing up and being president and just not physically being able to get it done or it being more of last year where everything's in the dark. We just never really get a chance to see him back out there on the field. Well, that would be the worst case scenario. You know, yeah. it would certainly be one thing yeah. if two, came back and wasn't as impactful as he right. had been in years of past. But if 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 there's another year of just the unknown, uh, that would be yeah. that would be very disheartening. It would, and be- I do think it's a difference too when we're talking about Demarvin playing early versus Demarvin being the most impactful rookie early on. Sure, sure. Because for him to be the most impactful rookie means he's going to have to see be, the field, right? Yeah. You know, a, I, get, a, I get your a, logic there. I do a substantial amount of time, which also means Coach Tom's not putting him out there on that field if he hasn't had a substantial amount of on feel practice reps with the ones. No, you're absolutely He can't right. get those reps as two it is out there. And that's why I'm just like, man, for that to go to that level, like this and this and this has to happen along the way. And like I said, I just don't want to think <sighs> about that. Nah, nah, man, I need my dog to it out there. He can have a role. DeMarvin can have a role. And not saying by midseason, he's not the man. But I don't want to be the first one out there early on like that. Woo. Selfishly. Selfishly. Rod Dalla tweets us. And says, uh, if Tuit is out there doing his thing, Leal shows up like he can. Anyway, you guys think we release Adams? No, they, I no, think try no. and get him on the practice squad before they before they would no, release Montrevis, him. Montrevis could probably be the number two nose guard. Yeah. Yeah, behind Tyson. I mean, you, yeah. you're not going I think he that. proved his worth last year. Absolutely. And he has position flexibility. He could play the nose. He could play the three. Yeah. You can keep him on the field and sub, package ball. He could rush the passer. He's very twitchy. Yeah, to me, twitchy. I think, I think uh, Montrevis definitely – has earned his spot. Um, based on what he did last year, I don't think he'll be released barring him coming into camp and just, you know, wetting the bed in a sense. Um, 
I think the guys that you would probably be more worried about are like the Henry Mondews. Um not Isaiah Loudermill. No, I don't think him either. About to say he 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 proved he should get a get you know, but no, continue old, to get yeah, a slice I, of that pie I just think last that year. Once again, with him though, it depends on what Tua looks like because if sure, Tua is sure. available, now you have Demarvin. We already saw what Chris Wormley did last year, getting six sacks. Mm-hmm. Then you bring, you know what I mean, like we're just starting to do the numbers all of a sudden, game. All of a sudden, you've got yeah. some, you've got some depth decisions you yeah. got to make there, and which, I think that's the difference. Yeah, when we're talking relatively, about some of those right? Relatively, that'd be a good yeah. problem to have. No, if absolutely. That, if that's how it all plays out, that's better than last year. Yeah, it definitely. Where is. you're stealing guys off of other teams' practice mm-hmm. squads, and then they're starting games a week yeah. later. But like both of the Davis brothers, Carlos and Khalil, they'll probably be in a little bit more of that, you know, being concerned if Tua is back yes. and available. Yes. Uh, Motsi mentioned a moment ago Mike Tomlin speaking about DeMarvin Leal, speaking about all the rookies, getting to know them through this process, what he takes from rookie minicamp. Mike Tomlin here uh, speaking with the local media after practice. Good afternoon. Um, man, we're really excited about the work that's being done here. Um, it's introductory weekend. Uh, it's an opportunity to kind of get to know them, uh, for them to get to know us, the things that we're trying to build here environmentally, the culture, um, familiarize ourselves with our draft picks and our, our rookie free agents. But also, um, it's a rookie tryout weekend, and so we're um, really watching a lot of guys who are putting their best foot forward in an effort to, to maybe launch their NFL careers. And, and so we're excited about that as well. Um, a number of years ago, we had a guy, Duck Hodges, out here. Man, we didn't know that he would start some games for us at quarterback, for example. And so uh, you work out here in these circumstances with an edge. You, you really respect all the participants. You, you look at what they have to offer. You forecast maybe how they could get better here in the next few months. Um, and then you make the necessary decision. So we're very much in the midst of that. It's been a highly productive weekend. We expect it to continue as we, as we continue to press forward. I'll pause for questions. Mike, have you learned anything about Kenny that you didn't already know being next door for him, to him for four years? Not particularly with him, but obviously I got a heck of a lot more exposure to him, uh, particularly if, from a personal standpoint, the man, uh, relative to some of his teammates. Mike, you've been doing these, you know, working in the camp 15 years now. What still excites you about getting out here at this time of year? Man, it's the beginning. It's the beginning for them. It's the beginning for us. Um, it's the first exposure for them. It's a dry run for us. From a coach's perspective, we got a finite amount of material and given a finite amount of time to present it, you know, just the vocational component of, of lesson planning and so forth. We're all here to get better. And it's at the very beginning stages of team development. So there is some excitement, some anxiety and the edge with the beginning process. Like uh, Lee Howard is talking to him a little bit. He says he's already started to put on some weight for you guys. Um, does he look like he's got the frame to carry it and carry it athletically? He's speculating if he thinks we want him to put on weight. That's we, We're just here getting to know him and his body and how it works. Uh, oftentimes in draft preparation, guys hear things from NFL people and they, and they try to do what they think we want. Uh, the reality is, is that we're trying to get to know the athlete, the pedigree of the athlete and how his body works, what's the optimal condition for him to be in, et cetera. And so it would be much too premature to talk about desired weights and so forth with any of these guys because we're just getting to know them. How about, uh, I know in previous camps like this, you've talked about seeing the guys for the first time in person, how they move, you know, how they carry not pads, but how you know how they move out. Is that particularly important for the wide receivers if you're trying to envision how they run out of the slot, how they run outside the numbers, that sort of thing? Um, 
particularly at the wide receiver position, you, you glean a lot of that stuff on video. Um, in some other positions, it's more difficult. Um, but at the wide receiver position, uh, you have a pretty good understanding, I think, of those type of capabilities. Um, but but no, make no mistake about it, uh, laying a first-hand eye on them uh, in a venue like this uh, confirms some of those things. But so does pro day travel. And that's why getting out for pro days and seeing them in person and working at their universities prior to the draft is an important component for us. Mike, Calvin Austin was talking about how he's kind of been overlooked his whole life because of his size. What do you guys see from him as a player that makes you not all that worried about? Speed. Speed. How do you utilize it? Utilize it the best uh, way run extremely fast. <laughs> um, when you're small, man, you better be fast in this game. And that's the reality of it. Uh, that's nothing new. It's not earth-shattering or groundbreaking. Um, that is his distinguishing trait, and, and it has to show up in all aspects of his play. One else, I, I talked a lot with Pickett about you know the familiarity and whatnot being next door. Um, I know it's not next door, but you got two Duquesne kids here in camp as well. Is there any sort of uh, familiarity aspect that goes there for the scouts regionally and whatnot who have worked with them? I'm sure for the scouts, less so for me personally. Uh, but certainly from a scouting perspective, yes. Do you have to be careful of not liking too much what you see out here? Have you been around here? I don't have to be careful. That's easy. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, And we appreciate you, Coach T. Hey, Coach, she's smart, man. Hey, I don't, don't got to worry about that. It's easy. I am not getting yeah, too right. hyped I'm about. not falling in love with I any of these guys out here. This is rookie minicamp, ladies and gentlemen. Take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> Yeah, let's just calm down here, all right? Uh, he might have looked the best I've ever Listen, seen anybody out here, but it's still rookie I, I, minicamp. You, you, you see some guys doing rookie minicamp. You see some guys doing OTAs, and you're like, bro, this guy, for a fact, is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like, all it's the been time, right? Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Arizona. Multiple times. I've seen guys, and I'm like, yo, it's, I've never seen a guy this great before. Like, where has he been? How, Gold how, medal. How has this guy not been on somebody's roster by now? And then you put the pads on. Then you see him in a game-like situation. Then the preseason rolls around, and uh -huh. you're like, ah, okay. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, the I, classic I get gym it class, gym class hero thing, right? We, we, we call them unicorns. They're, they're mythological. They, they, yeah. they look good until it's like, oh, is this real? No, this is not real at all. This you know, fake. I played with some of those guys growing mm -hmm. up in hockey. You know what we used to always say? Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's like the biggest dad joke in the book. Here it is. Uh, you know, that guy's the Titanic. Here he is. He looks real good till he hits the ice. Hey. It's, oh, my gosh. I can't stand you guys. <laughs> you think Kenny Pickett's? I hope Kenny Pickett's not one of those guys. I, I, hope I, he I would hope not. looks better yeah. on game day when the lights are on yeah. than he does, you know, in shorts out there. Uh, in Mr. Rooney's backyard down at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex. Kenny Pickett, of course, uh, not m not as much new to him over the past weekend. Yeah, he's on the other side of the building in the, a different field, but same uh, same address, same chunk of land, same plot of land. Same number, same hood, it's all good? Is that what you're telling me? S something like that, basically, yeah. Uh, Kenny Pickett, on his first practice, rookie minicamp aside, first we practice. We talk about practice. As a Pittsburgh Steeler, here's what he had, here's what the first round pick had to say afterwards. Just like your head swimming from everything you have learned. Um, you know, I have a pretty good background with with the offense. You know, Coach Cannon recruited me here um, to Pitt right next door, and then Coach Watson kind of kept some of the same formations. So, um, you know, I thought the walkthrough today went pretty well. I'm excited to practice in uh, you know a couple hours. 
What's the first day like? I mean, you're used to going out here and going to that field. Yeah. You come out to this field. Yeah, it's a shorter <laughs> walk, pretty much. Um, no, but it was great. I mean, I just really trying to learn a lot of these guys' names. I really haven't got a chance to meet anybody. We've been in meetings, and um, you know, I want to call guys out to help and stuff and talk, and I have no clue who I'm talking to. So I think at lunch I'll probably handle that next. Is anything overwhelming yet for you? Um, I would say we're kind of doing a good job of taking a step at a time, really, um, taking it slow. Uh, it's a walkthrough, but guys really wanted to run fast, so I know everyone's excited to practice, so we'll see how it goes in a couple hours. What's your life been like, you know, now that you're a Pittsburgh Steeler, walking around, you know, talking to people, and people obviously recognizing you? Yeah, it's definitely um, a little different, but, I mean, I love the city. It's, let that go. It's like my second uh, second home here, like I said, so I feel feel really comfortable in the city of Pittsburgh. Kenny, you've walked on this field a zillion times. Did it feel any different when you came out today? Yeah, different colors, man. Like I said, shorter walk, different colors, um, but still playing football is something I love to do, so it feels great to be out here. Can you tell it? Season, there's going to be a quarterback competition, but how do you kind of set the foundation for that this weekend? This is learning what I have to do. I mean, I got no shot if I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm just kind of really dedicating myself to the playbook and, and learning, you know, every detail I possibly can, you know, to give ourselves the best shot, you know, to operate out here. I just really want to have a smooth practice with these guys, and uh, you know, hopefully everyone looks good. You said the offense is the same. Is the terminology and everything the same? Yeah, it wasn't not by, by the same. I don't mean identical. I mean the formations that Coach Canada had, Coach Watson inherited, and he kind of kept a little bit the same. That's really as far as an extent of it. Um, so I had some kind of recall to that, which which really helped me, you know, with the install. Do you have to do more work out of the uh, behind center instead of the shotgun? Um, yeah, I mean, it is, but I, I did a lot of that in college, so I, I feel pretty comfortable under center. Um, spent a lot of time doing that and also being the gun, and, uh, you know, I feel like I fit what, you know, Coach Cannon wants to do pretty well. So um, I thought the walkthrough went well. Like I said, I'm excited for, you know, practice. Kenny, what do you have to do to put yourself in position to be able to contribute early with this team in, in these next couple months? Yeah, I think it's all mental, really. It's, it's know what I have to do, know the responsibilities of everybody else on, on the offense and, and learn, uh, you know, new defenses that are in the NFL. So there's a lot that goes into it. Um, you know, I'm excited to dedicate myself to it and, and obsess over trying to be the best I can be and learning as much as I can. So I think that's really it. Schedule came out last night. I mean, what are your thoughts as kind of that, that your first NFL schedule? Yeah, released? I can't tell you who we're playing at all, to be honest with you. I, I just did the first install walkthrough, so um, we have a long time till then, but I'm sure it's a great schedule. Kenny, have you heard from uh, Mitch and or Ben? I have, yep, heard from both, heard from all the quarterbacks um, that are here, and, and Ben called me up recently, and that was, that was awesome. And, you know, I know Mitch just had a baby, so I congratulated him and, and his wife, so it's a re really special time here. Pat always talked about how hard of a worker you are. Like, how much time are you devoting to this right now for you? I mean, hours per day. Can you just take us inside a little bit, what it's like? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I can't give you hours per day. It's just till I feel comfortable with it. So, I mean, it's studying here, and then we get we get let out, and then taking it back to the hotel and, and having my iPad out, and just kind of, like I said, just, doing as much as I can to feel good out here so I can play fast. That's the, that's the number one key. Are you throwing the whole playbook at you or just giving you stages? No, stages, stages. This was installed one today. Um, you know, we just had the walkthrough. We're going to go do practice now later. Um, the walkthrough has really helped. Though. Having, the, having that kind of, it was, I mean, we were running fast. We weren't supposed to be, but guys were really excited to be here. Um, so that almost felt like, you know, more of a live rep, you know, on air. Um, but it was good to get the tempo, the motions, the shifts, and kind of get a feel for it. So I feel pretty good with what we have so far, and you know, now we'll see it you know, full speed against the defense. Can you now offer you up any advice or just well? Can you give me any inkling of what's ahead? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, said he's always there for me if I have any you know, questions or advice. Like, I mean, he's an unbelievable player, Hall of Famer, so he's a guy that I definitely will use a, you know, as a resource you know, in these coming weeks here. How much do you think coming back right. there in the season of Pitt uh, helped prepare you for the NFL? 
Yeah, it was huge. Um, being with Coach Whipple and Coach Whipple's offense, the, the pro system, um, I think it just really gave me a good platform and, and a good baseline to, to be where I am now. Um, so I felt felt pretty good out there today. Where are you on finding a new apartment, all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I mean, I found a new apartment. Uh, my fiance, uh, future mother-in-law, my parents are actually looking at houses in Wexford as we speak right now. So they're checking it out for me uh, for after the season and trying to get it figured out, but one step at a time. What's your first thoughts on working with Pickens and Austin? Yeah, I mean, incredibly talented guys. My job is just to get them the ball. So, you know, I'm going to help them out as much as I can with, with what I know for now. Um, you know, they're just so gifted and, and they worked hard at their craft. So I know they're ready to go. So I'm excited to play with them here. Kenny, it seemed like you were like really trying to engage with running backs, receivers, just in the huddle, out of the huddle. Is that something that's just kind of inherent for you or is that something you really try to make a point of in these early stages? Um, I mean, just kind of just being myself, really. I know how to operate. You know, I know what it's supposed to look like at a high level. So if it's not that, I voice that opinion to make sure that, you know, we're trying to get to the same page. And like I said, it's day one, but there's kind of little things that can help guys out with communication and, and stuff like that. And I think as the walkthrough went, you saw that it got cleaner. So I'm um, happy with where how that went and uh, excited to, you know, compete now against the defense here. Can you even become more recognizable in the city walking down the street? I know you're pretty popular with Pitt, but even more so now, do you notice it at all? I, I, I'd assume so. I mean, it's something I don't, you know, pay attention to. I'm grateful for, for all the, um, you know, kind words and, and encouragement from everybody, and I really appreciate the love, and, you know, I'm excited to, to play here. Good. How are you? Autograph request? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, definitely. You know, you got to be careful for those autograph hounds, Arthur Motes. I was going to get an autograph for you, bro. I KP. No, but you remember though. Like I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a non-biased observer now. You know. Yeah. So you can be like happy that I cheer for the team, but not the individuals. You know. Yeah, but he is the team because he's the quarterback, and well, the quarterback is the team. What if it's Mitch? But it's not Mitch Burke. Kenny just took first rep uh, snaps. I don't think Mitch did this weekend. What's better, Pickettsburg or Mitchburg? Eh, Mitchburg is. Uh, I just like how it started out as Mitchburg, and then as soon as we drafted Kitty, they was like, you know what? It, Give me that nickname. Yeah, it's it such a literally, nickname anymore. it's that famous meme of the like, dude holding crazy. hands with the one girl, that but looking crazy. over his shoulder that, at the that's, other girl. That's 100 it, bro. That's exact. That that was all of Pittsburgh. Yeah, I was oh. like, man, y'all, y'all was just all on the Mitch chain, and y'all just turned Mitchburg, it back huh? on him. Like, that changed real quick. I was like, who is this? <laughs> real quick. That was like me in high school mm-hmm. when I would tell somebody I was going to a certain party, Uh-oh. but then an offer for a better party would come hey, around, hey, hey. and I'd have to be like, uh. You know what? Actually, I'm going to go over here. Sorry. Well, Sorry, sometimes guys. it happens like that. It's sometimes, okay. I don't judge. Sometimes it do be like that. I well, applaud your honesty, actually. One guy that, hey, I'm nothing if not honest here on the show. One guy uh, that we're going to talk to about all these uh, these mini camp happenings, rookie mini camp happenings, it's our buddy Chris Carter, free agent Chris Carter. I did see that. I was excited for him, man. That's, uh, that's a major the, move. He's in the transfer portal. Yes, yeah, him and Jordan move, Addison. Absolutely. Maybe they'll both go to Southern California together. We'll talk to Chris Carter, all things uh, minicamp related, rookie minicamp on the other side. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, get those tweets in. We got a few in. We will get to those as we roll along. We will also play you another piece or two of audio from minicamp, so plenty to get to. We'll talk to CC when we come back. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, Steelers Blitz on SNR.